think we've got to be the body to rock it like we're never going to see it again. We are exploding, the world is going to know it. We'll rock it like we're never going to see us again. Good afternoon, everyone. It is 12 p.m. and Pure Gold Extra is live on the air for this June 30th, 2012, closing out the month of June in style. Welcome to the show that covers everything and anything. It tells it like it is. We've got a great show, mini show lined up for you, a great interview. Sir, my tag team partner and co-host is David Gomez. Sir, how are you? I'm doing good, sir. Fabulous. Ready to get this rocking and rolling. For those of you who might be listening, call in number 714-364-4721. I know it's odd because uh, Saturdays you don't normally do our show, but check us out, puregoldpg.com, where you can check out our Facebook, our Twitter, our YouTube, and all that other goodness. But, sir, let's get right down to business. It is my special privilege and honor to be joined by the one and only actor Lauren Lester, who you might know, who's best known as far as, uh, I would say, for being the voice of Robin, a.k.a. Dick Grayson, a.k.a. Nightwing on Batman the Animated Series, among his many other projects. Lauren, how are you doing this uh, this morning uh, for you, afternoon for us? I'm doing great, thank you. What a nice introduction. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for joining us. And I, I, I mean, I know we'll get to all the whole Batman stuff in a second, but i got to say, to me, and I told uh, my co-host Joe uh you know, when I first booked it, this has got to be one of my absolute favorite, if not the favorite, because I grew up as such a huge fan of Batman the Animated Series, and I've always preferred the Dick Grayson character to Bruce Wayne and Batman. And I love, you know, I'm a huge voice actor guy. You know, I get the video games and stuff, and, uh, you know, you have all these different people, and I'm so big on the same person doing the same role that it's always driven me nuts since I was a kid. So I tell you, this to me is like, it's huge. You know, it's a real honor and thrill, and I thank you so much. But, Lauren, before, you know, I start rambling for 20 minutes about how how great I think you are as a voice actor. Um, let, you, 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 know, can, you can go on. You can do that. That's all right. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> we uh, We always like to start at the beginning, you know, when we talk to our acting guests. Now, now please tell us, what exactly got you into acting in the first place? Uh, well, you know, I was uh, involved in, in theater in school, and I, and I, I really enjoyed that. But... Uh, what what I got my big break actually was uh, because uh, I was kind of uh, in a sense bullied into show business. Uh, <laughs> I was I was I was terribly bullied in in in, uh, in uh, uh, PE because I was not a good athlete. You know, and the and the, the guys would really really give me a hard time. So um, I got moved into this thing called adaptive PE, which was really like PE for um, people with. <laughs> You know, people with a handicap and and people with uh, mental problems, and you know, kids who could not be in regular PE. But <laughs> so I was moved into that, and the the coach uh, of that, the the teacher of that class, his son was in uh, commercials, was a professional uh, commercial actor, and he said, "You've got a great look for for commercials. Have you ever thought of being an actor?" And I said, "Well, I love acting in school." And he said, "Well, introducing my son's agent, and uh, it took off from there, and I got immediately." immediately into not only voiceovers but uh, TV work and movies and commercials and, uh, you know, started from there. Well, wow. that's crazy because – sorry, yeah, sorry Joe, not to cut you off, but uh, that, that's crazy because out of all the actors and actresses that we've had on the show, that's the, no one has ever given that as a reason as to why they got involved in acting. I think that's the uh, – 
I think it's the most unusual uh, my big break story that that I've ever heard. <laughs> so yeah. So I what guess I have say? to thank I have to thank those yeah. guys who bullied me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to the boys. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, would you, what would you say? You know, is your first acting job that you said to yourself, "Wow, I've truly made it in this business." Uh, well, uh, where, where I said I truly made it, I can tell you as far as voiceover was concerned, the very yeah. first voiceover job I had, I walked into the hallowed halls of Hanna-Barbera. And wow. to, 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 on your first job, to be able to work at that place, which had been such a huge part of you know, my life and childhood and growing up, uh, I, just, I, just, I felt, wow, I, I really am in the big leagues now. And that was my very first job was with Hanna-Barbera. And uh, uh, a- after that, you know, um, to be able to uh, sustain a, you know, 35 years career of, you know, sometimes I'm doing commercials, sometimes I'm doing TV shows, sometimes I'm doing films, uh, sometimes I'm doing voiceover. So, you know, uh, th- there's always a-, a ball in the air juggling. Uh, I'm working somewhere. So, you know, I feel, uh, I-, I feel blessed with that for sure. Right. And on the flip side, was there any... Um you know, a job that you had that you said, "Wow, this is probably the the wrong choice for me personally." Uh, every time, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> stop it. <laughs> no, it, you know, it's it, it's interesting. Um, uh, people don't realize that we don't really have very many choices. Uh, uh, those of us who are um, what I'd call uh, journeyman act. I'm a journeyman actor, so I I go wherever they'll hire me. Right? Uh, right. I'm not. I, I'm not a star uh, in the sense that uh, you know I have a following and I have fans and all that, but I'm not a star in the sense that that I t- can turn down work. I, I really am not in a position to turn down work. Once in a while, something may be just so so egregiously awful, I just won't do it. <laughs> but but usually uh, I can find something good in the project and do it. And it's not like uh, I'm able to to say pick and choose as much as people think I may be able to. Gotcha. And I'm looking at your resume here, and you've done a, a long list of, of voice acting as well as, you know, act uh, voiceover and iconic classic programs. Do you do you actually prefer live acting versus voice voice acting? Oh no, I love both of them. I, I really love both of them. My yeah. my career has moved more toward on camera acting, uh, certainly in the last ten years. There was a period there where I was only a, a voice actor and uh you know in 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 the term the term you've heard could not get arrested I could not get arrested <laughs> with, with on camera work and not for lack of trying you know but uh uh most recently uh, I'd say in the last uh, 10 years it's really moved into uh, mostly on camera work especially television and some some nice features and things like that well, yeah, that's interesting, and uh, and one thing that, as you talk about it, and I hear you with your career, et cetera, et cetera, you know, sharing with us, what does your family think about? It? I know you, you know, you have some daughters and whatnot. What what do your kids think? What you know, what does the family think about you? Uh, either whether it's voice acting, I mean, do they get excited? Do they think, oh, my dad's an actor, or are they just whatever about it? Oh, well, they're they're very excited about it because, um, uh, especially recently, uh, you know, in the past few years, I've been doing uh, shows. That, uh, Disney shows and Nickelodeon shows and things like that, and so their their kids are just you know they're 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 big celebrities at school because 
you know, their, <laughs> you know, their dad is now on. I have a show coming up, Good Luck Charlie, that I did. That uh, they're, you know, all their friends are eager to see because they're they're big fans of that show and have a very very nice uh, guest star part on that. So they're all eagerly ante- anticipating that. And and all three of my daughters are actresses, so they they totally get it and get the business and and want to go into the business. So uh, th- there's a certain yeah, yeah, it's great. My dad's an actor, but there's also a certain yeah. Well, that's my what my dad does for a living, you know. Oh wow! <laughs> now, Lauren, I'm a big Nickelodeon fan myself because I have a four, uh, almost a four year old daughter, so I, I catch up with all the pure Nickelodeon shows. Uh, which which is it? Nick Jr. or is it Noggin or is it just regular Nickelodeon? No, regular Nickelodeon. I I did uh, a couple episodes of Victorious. Uh, oh, okay. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, and and uh, prior to that, I had done. Um, I, let me see on Nickelodeon. Uh, Zoe 101, you know, which was uh, a few years ago. But um, n- yeah, now I've done the Disney shows, The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, and and now okay. this, the show Good 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 Luck Charlie. Yep. Yep. Oh wow, that's definitely a long list of stuff. Now I mentioned this at the beginning, and I was you know practically foaming at the mouth. I was so excited about it. But you, as far as I would say, I know Lauren Lester. I know the actor from being Dick Grayson on, of course, Batman the Animated Series, my all-time favorite comic book, my all-time favorite cartoon. Anything you think of, it's my favorite. Now tell yep. us, how exactly did that come about? Like, how did you end up as Dick Grayson? Well, it was it was really a, a coveted role, and uh, a lot of people uh, my age at the time, uh, you know, twenties, thirties, were were auditioning for it, and uh, it was a long audition process. Uh, I auditioned, and then I got a call back, and then I got a final call back, and then uh, I came home one day, and my agent had left a message on my on my machine. My, we used answering machines in those days. <laughs> my answering machine, <laughs> and and he said. Uh, he said, "I would like to speak to uh, the new voice of Robin," and I was very, I was really thrilled. And then, wow. and, it, and then shortly after that, I was totally crushed because then they decided they weren't going to have the Robin character in the series at all. And I don't know if you knew that, but they. No, I didn't they, actually. Yeah, we shot, we we uh, recorded the pilot, and uh, after the pilot, uh, the producers decided they didn't want Robin in the show. But then changed their minds later on, and that's why I'm not in the first. Uh, I don't know. I think it's like 20 episodes or something like that. But then, but then I became a regular character, and I think I did uh, like 50, 50 episodes, something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's funny because uh, I guess I love the show, and uh, actually, it's sad. I'm, I'm in my 30s now, and I, I still will watch it when it comes on. You know, the hub uh, on the on the TV, but. Um, I always wondered, you know, because I remember sitting in front of my TV, and this is this is sad, but I know the I know the day I remember. It was September 6, 1992. I was 11 at the time, and school had just started. It was or maybe it was right before Labor Day. School was about to start, and I remember being so excited and sitting in front of my TV and watching it. And I forget, I think it was a Man Bad episode, or I forget what was the original episode that was, you know, quote unquote, was used as the pilot, but it really wasn't. But I always wanted the Robin characters to come up, and everything I've read over the years has always been that they saw how popular that the character was. Then it went from being Batman the Animated Series, they wanted Robin in every episode. Then they switched the name of it to the new adventures of Batman and Robin. So to hear that they were going to cut the character out at the beginning is kind of surprising. Yeah, well, they. Uh, I think it had a lot to do with the feature at that time. I, I, I think Was it the first? Was that the first Batman movie uh, at that time? Um, I can't remember. The first I can't... one... No, the 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 first one had come out in '89, and I think 
when the show premiered, it was Batman Returns, so I think that had just come out, because it was 92 that that movie came out, if I'm not mistaken. Well, they, so, I remember them talking about uh, how dark the movie was and, and, and how it was important that he would be a loner and be right. alone, and, and that would increase the sort of darkness of his brooding character. So I think that's what they were going for. But, yeah, like you said, then uh, when, when Robin came on the show, it became popular, the character became popular, and then uh, from there on they just kept him in. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm obviously I'm, I'm happy that they did. But now that you now that I think about it, it definitely was right after Batman Returns because the the Penguin character in the show was based on the movie. He looked exactly like Danny DeVito uh, right. when he played that role. So it was right after Batman Returns came out. Now, one thing that I've always been curious about: um, Were you familiar with the role? Uh, were you, you said it was coveted, but is it because it was you know, a DC property? Did you know Batman? Did you know Batman and Robin? Oh. Were? Oh yeah, see I had grown up with the with the live action Batman series and and I remember that, that show, yeah. That show uh I I lived for that show. I li- I lived for watching that show and I my favorite thing was going out and getting, you know, Batman merchandise and and uh I wanted to be Batman. I didn't want to be Robin by the way when I was a kid. <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted to be Batman. But but I was hugely hugely into the, into that into that show. Uh, not so much the not so much the comic books. I did read the comic books at the time, but it was really it was really that show. That, and so when the when it came uh, time to audition for the animated series, just the concept of being on a Batman show after I had grown up with Batman was just a thrill. And I I think a lot of people my age you know felt the same way. But also, it was you know it was going to be a, we, everybody knew it was going to be a huge show. Everybody knew it was going to be really big. And so to get a big job like that, that's why it was coveted. Wow, wow, that, that that's so awesome because again, you know, I mentioned we're I'm a huge uh, comic fan, Batman fan. Folks, uh, in case you're just joining us, we're joined by iconic character actor <laughs> Lauren Lester, the legend. I've never that been I, referred to like that. That's the first <laughs> time I've been referred to like that. <laughs> well, I tell you, you know, the, the, it's funny because we had a guest on our on a normally scheduled Wednesday show and. Uh, Typically, I you know I do the guest intros and the guests always say, "Wow, that's the best intro I've ever gotten," or "Wow, I love that." So you know I like to really uh, ham it up. But obviously, I, you know I, when I say it, I mean it. We're always grateful for all of our guests. But this to me is you know again I don't want to turn this into a love fest. But uh, uh, you know one thing I'd like to know, and this is something that has always been um, curious because. I've seen so many features, animated features, and you hear different stories. Did you work with your co-host, uh, your co-stars on the show, like uh, Mark Hamill and Kevin Conrad, or were you guys like in separate times and just going in and doing it whenever? Well, you know, well, doing the recording. No, that's that's really, I think, why the show was so good because um, it, back in those days, we were all there. Once in a while, um, somebody would, you know, uh, if there was a really big star on the show, once in a while they would come in separately but but for the most part we were all there all at the same time working you know as a unit and that was uh I, very important because i think that's why there's such great interplay with the care with the uh characters because uh, now nowadays it, you, you you really find yourself alone in the booth most of the time yeah yeah th- or, th- that's or what with, i heard with a partial cast like i did um i did uh, batman brave and the bold uh, right, did right. A couple episodes of that, and um, I as Hal Jordan, and when I came in to record that, I think there was maybe two members of the cast there, and the rest of the cast had already recorded their their stuff or were going to record their stuff. But back then, no, we were all there. Mark Hamill and Kevin and and the wonderful Paul Williams. You talk about the Penguin, uh, you know, he played the Penguin. He was just great. 
Now, did you? Uh, well, you just you you answered that part of the question. But what was it like to work with? Because to me, Mark Ham- obviously, you know, Joe and I grew up watching Star Wars. Uh, we both know the character Mark Hamill. But he's he's I know him better because I'm a little you know a couple years younger than Joe. I know him better as you know the Joker, and he was amazing. He still he still has done it in the cartoon, uh, the video games. But and to me, Kevin Conroy is the true definitive Batman. I know it's the whole Batman series out I now. I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. What was it like to work with those two? Because they, you know, it, it's funny, Lauren, because I actually tried to track down Kevin, and he's, I, I didn't see a website, I didn't see anything, he hasn't been on Twitter in like four years, so I was like, ah, you know, whatever, and I was looking one day, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to try to get my favorite character, you know, I was trying to get uh, Lauren Lester, the, you know, the icon, <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it, it's hard to track, sometimes it's hard to track people down, and I've always thought, what was it like to work with the two of them, because to me, like, they're it, Joker... And Batman, those those are the two guys. Well, uh, Kevin is just one of the most easygoing uh, people around, and very very easy to to uh, to work with. And uh, and Mark is Mark is a blast because uh, you know you were talking about his career. I mean, Star Wars, going all the way back to Star Wars, and then having been on Broadway, you know, yeah. all these things that he's done. So he has a lot of stories. So I, I'll say uh, I'll say that the sessions with Mark. Uh, where the Joker was in it, they they would run longer because we would have to stop and uh, we'd hear anecdotes and we'd hear stories. But it was worth it because I mean, you know, uh, how often do you get to hear stories about uh, you know George Lucas and all that and all that stuff? And he's and he he loves to he loves to uh, tell tell those stories and talk about that stuff. Well, I could imagine. I mean, you know, if anything, uh, you know, people really do know him from that role. And I think at times, you know, I've heard the comments, people kind of wonder whatever happened to Mark Hamill. But I don't think people realize that he is doing so much. He has done so much stuff behind he, he the scenes. He never stopped working. He never stopped yeah. working. He works all the time, you know. And, and, and there are some people, you know, who become celebrities because of a particular role or a particular thing, and they just want to distance themselves you know, from right. that, which I which I think is uh, is stupid. You know, because if that's <laughs> if, if that's what made you, you famous, uh, you know, maybe you would never become famous without that role. So, so he's he embraces that whole uh, Star Wars thing and loves to talk about it. Yeah, it's such a good point because us as fans, you know, again, I, I said this earlier, but I've always been, whenever I watch a cartoon, I like the voice of the character to stay the same because to me that becomes the character. You know, I can mm-hmm. think of uh, numerous cartoons where they switch the the actor and I just hated it and I couldn't listen to it anymore. But uh, you're right, you know, as fans, we want that connection with the character and the person, whatever that is. But, um, you know, you also did some work on other cartoons. Uh, looking up your resume, you did some G.I. Joe work on my, one of my other favorite cartoons. But would you say that uh, the Dick Grayson role was your favorite? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, no question about it. And especially when uh, they they let Robin become Nightwing, because uh, oh, that that's great. <laughs> that, that transition and and you know they they were talking about for a while of uh, making a uh, a Nightwing series and uh, <gasps> over the over the years that it still comes that up. It's come great. up again. It's come up again. You know, uh, I hear it. You know, the whispers about that. And I think it would be a, a great series, and I would love to reprise the role because. Uh, he really comes into his own when he becomes Nightwing and he becomes on an equal footing with Batman up until up until that happens you know he he's he's the uh, he's the second banana and he's always saying you know what are we going to do Batman what are we going to do you know and then he becomes <laughs> Nightwing and and he's got his own ideas about what to do and Batman doesn't like that and that's a great conflict that's created <laughs> You know, it is, and I remember the episode where they explained how they broke up and stuff. That was always amazing. Mm-hmm. I was never a fan of the long hair, but, you know, that, that that's kind of, that's besides the point. And it's funny <laughs> because the reason, the reason that, 
that character that you played was so popular is because when you look at comics, they never age, but he did. He went from being a teenage Robin to uh, you know older teens, early 20s, ended up becoming Nightwing, and he really is the only character that I can think of who has really grown up. They always try to de-age characters and change them, but Nightwing went through his phases. You know, Dick Grayson went through his phases. He's a kid. He's a teen. You know, yeah. he was with Batman since he was, you know, so that, that's, the, that's the reason that I think the character has always resonated, and the reason that I prefer him to Batman is simply because, to me, he's Batman with an actual personality. I've always felt that <laughs> Batman was always, you know, going angry and this and that, and Kevin did a great job of doing the, the, the Bruce Wayne Batman differential, um, mm-hmm. but it, it was always just the facade. You know, not, Dick Grayson is Nightwing, whereas Batman is Bruce Wayne. You know, it, it's kind of the opposite. And, uh, you know, we talked about the movies, and I know that Joe is going to get into this in a second, but... Um, in the in the Batman films, I'm not sure if you if you happen to catch them, but you know Chris oh, sure. O'Donnell did the did the role, and to me it just didn't resonate. They mixed him between multiple versions of the character, and I just didn't think it was that great. No knock on him as an actor, but you know to me you're Kevin is a definitive uh, Batman, and you're the definitive Robin. Um, now, now, what did you think of his his job in that character? Uh, you mean Chris O'Donnell? Yes. Oh uh, God, that's really hard to remember. <laughs> Well, been a long time. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Um, uh, I, I remember. I remember that uh, uh, there was a lot of controversy about the movie, and, and uh, a lot of lot of people who were Batman and Robin fans didn't like it. I don't. I don't honestly remember, so I can't answer that one. <laughs> Good. Don't Fair worry enough. about Lauren. <laughs> don't that, worry about Lauren, because I, I want to mention the fact that no knock on those movies, but I don't think they really portrayed Batman. The whole series was wishy-washy. Thank God for Christopher Nolan and his crew making you know the oh, update yeah, series. Are, those movies are just incredible. I can't wait for the new one. That's what I was going to say. Were, were you, like, being in Hollywood, are you privy to to see the movie before we do on the 19th? Uh, no. You're not? Not, not, the, not this <laughs> movie. I, I, I get invited to screenings, you know, uh, uh Usually, when I know someone, I don't. I don't really know anyone connected with this particular movie, but uh, no. But I'm looking looking forward to buying my ticket, just like everybody else. Definitely. Now, I mean, since you have played the the role of Robin, is there, uh, do you have any theories that potentially? I mean, we, we, me and Dave talk about this a lot, and we're only about 19 days away. Thank God, uh, it's it's a good thing that <laughs> Dave was able to get you on right before you know the premiere of The Dark Knight Rises. But mm-hmm. do you have any theories that maybe uh, the role of you know that Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays might be Robin at the end of this movie? Uh, could be. Yeah, that could be where they're going. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, can you, I, I I can tell you I can tell you that um, the uh, you know you were talking about Nightwing and and Robin, uh, the the fan base uh, for both those characters is is really really huge and really passionate. You know, you guys are not alone. Really passionate about these characters. I become uh, friends with uh, Kyle Higgins, who's writing the new uh, uh, Nightwing series comic books. And, oh wow. Uh, and I've gone to uh, uh, I just went to a WonderCon in uh, in Anaheim, and the the fans for that character for the Dick Grayson character are just really huge and really passionate. So I would be surprised if they didn't introduce uh, the, the the Robin Nightwing character and go with that. Yeah, uh, well, I was going to ask be, you what. Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say that that would be a place for them to do a whole new series of movies. I would think yeah. they'd start a new franchise, couldn't they? Yeah, they definitely could. And what I was going to ask you was, is it true, I mean, these are rumors, not confirmed or not, but uh, is it true that 
uh, you were asked to be the role of, jo- jo- you know, that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is playing, but you were so busy that you decided to pass it up and give it to him. Yeah, that's true. I uh, oh, okay. I, had tur- yep. I had to turn that one down. and Yeah, I heard it, that. Yeah. <laughs> It's so funny. And, you know, again, Joe and I have theorized it, and uh, I honestly think that that's where they're going because this has been such a – the the problem DC has always had is they can't get anything right except for Batman. It's the one franchise they've been able to get right. Green Lantern wasn't that good. Uh, Superman hasn't been good since, you know, since before I was born. So, uh, you know, when you look at that whole thing. But I think if if they did do what we think, it would be a good way to spin off from this, you know, universe – and turn it into a naming series because he's so popular, it really would work, I, I believe. And I'm hoping that's where they're going because if not, DC's going to have a hard time ever following up well, you know, from these three films. Well, that would be great. I would love to see a series like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it would definitely be amazing. Maybe you could, maybe you could have a, a part as, like, you know, the homeless guy in the corner. You could have, like, a, <laughs> like a little cameo or something. <laughs> I would do it. Uh, you know, I, I put out the word that I would do one line if it came to that in the Batman movies, but it just didn't happen. So I, I would do it. I would do it. But but it, what would be really great is if they go with a franchise like that, I think it will give new impetus to doing a, a Nightwing animated series because oh. uh, then they could they could come off right off of the popularity of that and – and that I would love to do, and and hopefully they would, uh, you know, they would they would cast me in that. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they would remember. Like they just did a Batman the Arkham City game, which I own because I, I love those games. And you know, they changed a lot of the voice actors. The only ones that they kept, um, they kept uh, Harley Quinn in the first game, and in the second game they changed. I forget why, but uh, I think Arlene Sorkin couldn't do it. But uh, you know, basically it's Mark Hamill, Kevin Conroy, and a whole bunch of other people that I've never heard of. And the Nightwing character doesn't have any lines. And he, you can, he's playable, but he doesn't, you know, he just fights. That's it. So I was hoping that Lauren Lester would pop up there, but hopefully in the future, uh, you know, they can do something. But Lauren, listen, this has been a real pleasure. I can't, honestly, can't thank you enough. We really appreciate you. You know, I know it's 9:30 your time, and uh, it's it's noon over here, but we we absolutely are just thrilled to have you. You know, hopefully we can have you on again if anything, you know, comes up. Uh, again, it, it was great speaking with you, and, and just thank you so much for taking some time out of your schedule. It's my pleasure, and uh, if I could just put in a quick plug for uh, a show I did called Final Witness that just premiered on ABC, and uh, the episode that I'm doing is going to be on uh, August 8th, and uh, it's a really, really good show, and and it's a part no one's ever seen me in before I play a famous murderer, so... uh, Oh, nice. So, uh, (laughs) You know, it's funny... It's funny, Lauren. Um, I got so excited. I totally forgot to ask you because that, that's actually on the, the list of questions that we were going to ask. We were going to, you know, how can the fans follow your career and keep in touch with you, but also what else you're doing. So, you know, plug whatever you, else you have, and how can the fans keep in touch with you? Oh, uh, Lauren at LaurenLester.com, and uh, they can follow uh, my career at LaurenLester.com and also see clips from all the stuff I do at LaurenLester.tv. So it's pretty easy. It's it's definitely easy stuff, and of course we'll, we'll put it on the when we put it on our website. We'll make sure you know to plug that stuff. But again, Lauren, thanks so much, and you have a you wonderful bet. day. I'm sure you're, you you got so many things to do. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Talk to you later. Thanks. Take, take care. Bye bye, folks. That was the icon, the legend, the one and only Lauren Lester. Oh baby, Joe, that was amazing. That was. I mean, great spot, sir. Great job booking. Him and uh, thank Lauren. Uh, it's it's only fitting. We're only 19 days away from probably one of the biggest movies of all time. 
I know that sounds very, very biased to say, but I just, you know, the movie has gotten hyped for so long. I think it's going to live up to its hype, and uh, definitely thank Lauren for coming on. No, I think it's I think it's unquestionably one of the biggest movies of all time. Let me ask you something, sir. Um, would you be on Suicide Watch if somehow, some way, they had to push the movie back, like what they did with uh, <laughs> with GI Joe, and they pushed it back, ready to come out, sir, about two weeks away, and then they pushed it back nine months? I yeah, mean, what I, would you do? I, I don't know what I would do because I've already been on Fandango. I already reserved my ticket for uh, the viewing at 1201. So I am so ready for this movie. It's unbelievable. Like, that's what gets me, sir, before we end this quick Pure Gold Extra show, is that I don't know what the, the whole Marvel Comics again was thinking when they decided to put this Spider-Man movie in between this this great movie that's going to come out on the 19th. So if there's a delay, sir, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be beside myself, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it, honestly, it's a, it's a horrible. to me it's a horrible job by Marvel. They had the whole month of June, do it in June, exactly. uh, do it in August. Right. You know, do it, do it in all, do it somewhere where it's not. And you know, the thing is, Avengers, like we said the other day with Hans, it was such a big hit that there's yeah. no way Spider-Man is gonna is gonna compete with that. And, and like I said, the reviews so far have not been good. Um, so honestly, I'm just I don't know I don't know what they were thinking, sir. I honestly don't know what they were thinking with with this whole thing. And before two minutes before we close out the show, sir, I just want to get to the fact that we're not gonna have a show on Wednesday, so. You know, it is 4th of July and uh, America's birthday, so I hope everyone has a safe and, and a fun one. And before I uh, close out, too, just sort of quick thoughts. The Mets, they seem to be a streaking team, and we keep talking about this. Um, I know you're not happy about it, but at least they've turned the ship around, and it seems like the Yankees may be in trouble. Uh, they might be, sir. You know, it, it, it's interesting because when you look at the, the two teams that come, you have another great i got to tell you, Joe, not that I was worried, but I was thinking ahead. I'm like, you know, if Dickie has another bad performance, if he strings like three of these in a row, then I start to get worried because he's been so unstoppable. But he had another great game, so it was a bump in the road last week, and he's only had two bad starts. So it's great to see that with the Mets. Daniel Murphy's finally starting to hit. That's, that's only good things for, for the Mets. Uh, Ike Davis has done well. You know, they had the route the other day, 17-1, to and then, you know, here we are again last night, nine to nothing, and uh, and it, it looks like they're they're picking it up and they're beating bad teams. I honestly wish they had done better than one of three against the Cubs. They should have swept, but you know it is what it is. But if the Mets are, if the Mets can keep beating bad teams, it's only going to bode well for us as fans. Definitely. So our next show is not for what until July 11th. Our next show. Yes, sir, and I'm sure we're gonna we're gonna get that all action packed and get some guests on there and do some do some goodness there, sir. Uh, definitely uh, excited and, and and ready for that one. We'll definitely have a lot to talk about, considering we'll have like 11 days to talk about what the Mets have done, the Yankees have done, and anything else. And everything under yeah. the sun, sir, enjoy your 4th of July. Oh, absolutely, sir. Uh, for those of you out there, make sure you enjoy yours. Stay a happy, healthy holiday. It's going to be amazing. And, sir, you did mention the Yankees, so you're right. Yeah. It looks like things aren't, aren't going so well in trouble. Oh, you know what? Now we have, since we we still have a minute, you know, before my wife starts beating me. Um, I know you right. quoted Mike and the Mad Dog, sir, yesterday. was amazing. I, I watched it last night to like 4 in the morning. That whole <laughs> oh, Mike Francis uh, six-hour, well, you know, I had to watch it. That whole thing was just amazing, having the producers. It, it, it was I miss. I mean, I loved it, sir. I absolutely loved it. Well, I loved it, too, and before we close out, I think we're both in agreement that the reason we've started Pure Gold is because of Mike and Chris, and Absolutely. how great would it be How great would it be if these guys reunite down the road or actually just have a show one day off whatever, whenever, and just talk about, just like you said, the, the best of times, the worst of times, because these guys will just tell it like it is. We loved it, and we just hope they have Absolutely. a whole show on it, you know? 
sir. I, uh, th- actually, Mike said yesterday that if the Giants make it to the Super the Super Bowl, <laughs> the Giants <laughs> yeah, make it to the World Series, and and yep. the uh, you know the Yankees make it, which of course we we don't like either team, but I think we 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 would have to root for that just to hear Mike and the dog for like two weeks <laughs> simulcasting both of their shows. But uh, I tell you, sir, it was truly amazing. It was an iconic spot, and and you know I just before we go off the air again, I have to thank actor Lauren Lester. He was amazing. This is there's I don't th- unless we get. Kevin, even if we got Kevin Conroy, even if we got Mark Hamill, this may be my all- we may need to, cl- to end the show because this may be my all-time favorite, you know, guest, my all-time favorite interview ever. But I have to plug actress Anna Zelensky from Wednesday, sir. She was amazing. She got us record-breaking numbers uh, in terms of our live listens, the most we've ever gotten, almost wow. almost a hundred fold. It was amazing, sir. The amount of listens that we got live, and it was because of her. Um, more than we'd ever gotten, you know, maybe like almost ten times, sir, almost ten times are what we would normally get. Because most of our listens do come archived. Most of them are after the fact, the podcast and et cetera. But, man, Anna really brought in the business. So, you know, sir, if you go on Suicide Watch, if Dark Knight gets pushed back, I may need to make her my co-host, or maybe she's the co-host and I'm her producer, uh, and she's running the show because she, she brought in the goods there. Pure gold equals pure publicity, and that's a good thing. Pure clicks. And pure ratings. <laughs> Folks, we thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, make sure you check out our next show in two weeks. Have a happy, healthy 4th of July. Joe, a pleasure as always. Yours, of course. Make sure you tune in. Check us out, puregoldpg.com. Thanks again to Lauren Lester. Folks, have a good one. What's the name of your show? Uh, pure Gold. Pure Gold? Yes, sir. I got two words for you. Good night, everyone. Uh, Good afternoon.